Guys, welcome back to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast, brought to you by She Tribe. We are your hosts, Hope and Allie, and I don't know how to tell you this, but it is our third date. And you know what? You know what happens on Thursdays? It gets a little spicy. Things are getting frisky. <laughs> Things are getting PG fun, okay? Because this is a family-friendly podcast. Is it? Is it? By family friendly, I mean our moms are listening. Moms are listening. Okay. Moms. Yeah. Kids under the age of five are hopefully not exposed. I did have a few friends tell me they listened over their Alexa devices. Ooh. And so just something to be cognizant of, like as I'm talking about penises, I need to be aware that people are listening on the loudspeaker. If I had a nickel for every time I dropped an expletive in front of a four-year-old, <laughs> I would be a millionaire, you know? Yeah. No, you would. Like, in, in one week alone, I mean, everything now is over Zoom with you, but the amount of times that um, when I was with family last week, we had to cover the kids' ears. I'm like, oh, boy. It makes you, it makes you think. No. It does make you think how sick we are. No, I know. I had a really good friend's mom tell me that people cuss because they will, they're will they not willing to take the time to accurately describe how they're feeling, and that couldn't be more true. When I'm dropping an F-bomb, I am not trying to go therapy deep, okay? I've you never know? heard that, but it's it's true. It, it rings true. It rings yeah. true. So, okay. Well, a lot has happened since we've last talked, and I'm going to start with me. You guys... I'm about to spit some truth. I'm about to spit some knowledge on a topic that you have requested and are dying to hear about, and that's bed bugs. Okay? <laughs> wow. Can't wait to hear this. I am Professor Hope, an entomologist, but in all seriousness, if you have bites all over your body, there are four options. One, bed bugs. Two, mosquito bite. Three, hives. For unknown area. So your girl, Hope, spent $250 to go to a dermatologist to find out they had no idea what it was. Isn't that the best? You um, pay for an expert? <laughs> I pay for a hella expert. And also, has anyone, listeners, if you have been to a dermatologist and the meeting or your appointment with the doctor has gone over 30 minutes, please write in. Please. No, my dermatologist comes in, looks me up and down, judges me thoroughly, <laughs> and then is like, all right, you've got acne, you have not been taking care of your skin, have a lovely day, walks out. No, I feel like anytime I go to the dermatologist, they always have a cream for my face, even if I'm already on seven creams, and they're always trying to tell me that I need Retin-A, and it's like, I'm 29, Okay. <laughs> I'm not freaking 65. Why are you prescribing me no. grade A strength retin-A? No, I'm on retinol, and I think it's supposedly supposed to do anti-aging. Oh. Duh. Oh, la da, la da. No, I mean, the amount, I, I should know because I was on Accutane when I was 13, which is the most controversial thing now. Wait, Allie, I did not know you were on Accutane. It's not something I typically, like, introduce <laughs> myself and say, but... That was a dark time. We can, we'll get into that in a different podcast, but like those were the days where it was just a mountain range on my forehead. It was really beautiful. And you know, that was, those were the years, the bat mitzvah years. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so get ready to hear about the bat mitzvah circuit in the Chicago <laughs> suburbs. 
I went hard. I went hard. Oh my gosh. Okay, I... Hope, tell us tell us about the bud bugs. Tell us about Okay, them. okay, you guys. So here's here's the sitchy, here's the dealio. I have realized that as I am approaching 30, which as you all know is is very, very soon, I have realized I have become a bit of a hypochondriac, but this is why. I got three bug bites, okay? And normal people would just say, oh, I got three bug bites, but no, 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 no. I went seven search pages into Google looking up the different bites, and guess what? Chiggers, <laughs> brown recluse spiders, and bed bugs all bite in a line. So I was like, you know what? I don't have common mosquito bites. I have bed bugs. So you know what I do? I call up David. I'm like, drop everything you're doing. We have to tear our house apart. I Joanna gains to my own house. I demoed my bed. I demoed the carpets. I demoed the fucking furniture. If it could be unbuilt, I unbuilt it. And then I got a magnifying glass and my tweezer man tweezers that I predominantly use for ingrown hairs. And I searched for that little bug. Wait, and guess- just so I'm clear, you can mm-hmm. see bed bugs with with the human eye. With with the human eye. Now there is <laughs> there's great controversy in the entomologist space okay. of whether you can spot a bed bug during the day because they are night creatures. But I swear to you guys, I found one. And you know what? I had to have David quality assurance QA everyone. Some of them were pieces of felt that were just <laughs> that looked like bugs. The other is, um, if you live in the state of Illinois, there is a thing called a black carpet beetle that looks oh, eerily... I have lived in Illinois my, Illinois my whole life. I've never mm-hmm. heard of this. But you are you are like deep in the, the what is it, entomologist circuit? <laughs> I am Professor Hope Entomologist at Large. Yeah, okay? she's like on these Reddit threads <laughs> talking about this. Oh my God, you better believe I was on a subreddit trend of people uploading their own bed bug bites and I was cross-comparing. To okay. my own bites. So at the end of the day, I in believe fact, it or not, they were I, not bed bugs. After tears were shed for hours, it's like, the entire, I, I am such a good friend, Hope. No, I wrote my last will and testament, and I was ready to just die with the bed bugs. Um, but for those of you out there who might be wondering if you have bed bugs, here is the number one sign. This is the gold that I learned from the, the five exterminators I called. If you wake up and you look at your sheets and there are tiny pieces of poop, that is a bed bug. If you don't have poop in the bed, you don't have bed bugs in the sheets. Okay? So it's so nasty. How do, it's, you, how do you know it's bed bug poop and you didn't just shit your pants? <laughs> okay, for me, that's a legitimate question that I had to wrestle with. But for most people who haven't shit their pants in the last year, probably a pretty common occurrence. Hope at some point... Will you tell us about shitting your pants? You don't have to tell me right now, but... No. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I know you guys have been dying to hear about my bowel movements. So just uh, upcoming episodes, I will I will tell the tall tale. But Allie, I just think you need to tell us about your cross-Atlantic journeys. As I, for the past few weeks, have been staying in California with my husband's family. We both had a break. We were supposed to take our honeymoon, but um, instead we went to spend some time with his family. Same thing, right? Um, well, the, I mean, it was great. It was fun. I was super busy. I think just like the craziest thing of all is that I act. I am the most dramatic person. I act like anytime I come home from California, I ventured across. I am Christopher Columbus. Controversy. Venturing across the ocean 
I, I must rest for two days after traveling. I am on major jet lag because of the time difference. It is just a lot. But in a, in a very sick, sick way, I, I kind of miss like being at my desk, my quarantine mm. desk. It's like Stockholm, so- <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. When you yeah. Ha- how do you define it again? Like you have to go back to your master. You like your kidnapper. You like it. Yes. No, I like my quarantine desk, which no, is you do. so beyond devastating. But I, it's like you start to miss, of course you miss your bed. You miss, mm. you mm-hmm. miss your spot on the couch. You miss mm-hmm. just like kind of, you know, your snackies, your snacks, your bathroom, all that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I miss my desk is just, it's just one for the, the storybooks. I actually, I, I, there's, there's a lot. I, I just got a new desk during quarantine. So like I'm mm. loving my new vibe, but yep. I feel like I should tell the fam, the podcast that mm-hmm. as I sit here every day at my desk and I'm mm-hmm. a woman in the window, just staring out <laughs> at all of the, at the world as it, you know, continues to move on. Yep. Do I go there? Do I tell them about my neighbor? You, you literally have to. At this point, to. at this point, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know how to edit a podcast. This is. This is. No, all I it. don't either. So. I'm all it. No, I'm not gonna do that. So God forbid we take the time. Um, so one of my neighbors, guys, is a nice, a seemingly nice gentleman. Mm. Must be in his twenties. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on his lifestyle, he lives. It appears with a roommate, another guy, mm. and I don't know what the fuck his issue is <laughs> but he chooses to open his blackout shades every time he yeah. either gets undressed mm-hmm. or decides to do things to himself that I do not need to see I don't need to see that <laughs> shit okay he, I, I don't know how to say it in more clear terms but mm. I have to watch this this dude like mm. do I, how do I say this He's pleasuring himself. He is <laughs> masturbating constantly across. And you guys don't understand. Like, I am in this high rise, but it's not that far from the building next to me. So I'm constantly just like staring in other people's places throughout the day because my desk looks out. And this guy whips it out. Whips it out. Not to mention, he has this cat that is in. I don't care what you think about cats. You might love them, but I think they're fucking disgusting. (laughs) And so not only does he get ass naked and masturbate in his bed, but he also has a cat crawling all over him as he does it. So there's actually nothing. I'd rather go to jail than have to watch this again. I'd rather be held up at gunpoint, but survive than have to watch this again. And I don't know how to stop it. I want to call the goddamn police. I'm not going to do that, but I think, I think at this point, it's like I should hold up a sign and be like, hello, I see you, sir. Okay, Allie, real talk. Have you made eye contact with him while he's been doing the act? No. Okay. So he's not... I don't, like, sit there and watch. Well, yeah. (laughs) If you look out the window, his... So he has massive windows, and so Mm. he's sitting there, like... He he does it. He likes it. He opens the window to start doing that. So now it's like, I don't know if he can see me because I'm a few floors above him, but I can absolutely see him. You have a bird's eye view. He's definitely single. There's no no one ever in his room. (laughs) I mean, it is quarantine, but like, I'd love to, I'd honestly prefer if there was someone else, it'd be entertaining, but this is like, (laughs) this is the tale of quarantine where I sit at this desk and yeah, I've made a new neighbor friend who... It's like I can't report him to his building. Hello, um, there was a man <laughs> masturbating in his bedroom. So 
if you want to take care of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there isn't exactly like a Dear Abby advice article for like, what do I do when my neighbor jacks off? No. And it's one thing, like I am a grown ass woman mm-hmm. who is so immature. I can't handle it. It's not like I'm over here like, oh, I'm going to look away. No. No. I have no. to go and tell every single person I've ever talked to in my life about it. <laughs> But then it's also like, they're like, do something about it. Like that's, mm-hmm. that would be only messed up if there were like kids in the house. Agreed. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not necessarily not a kid, you know? No, I, I think we've talked about this at all times. I feel like a child bride. Yeah. I mean, it's different because you're almost 30 and I'm 29 <laughs> for oh, two more months. Oh my it's goodness. Different. So guys, Hope turns 30 this week. So yeah. when you're listening to this, there's a chance she might be in her 30s. And yeah, yeah, hope. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? You guys, I am already using Retin A, as we previously discussed. I have given up on wearing any bra that's not like a like a a pretend bralette, which girls with very <laughs> small boobs can wear, but girls with boobs like mine, they just sag. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no support. It's like it's like a um, pillowcase. Like they no. go <laughs> with the shape of the yeah yeah the no, absolutely. Um, and yeah, other than that, I have anti itch cream with me at all times. I have seven hand sanitizers in my backpack, and I drink Trulies on Tuesday nights. So. That's what I, that's what 30 looks like. Although I want to be very clear in this exact moment, I am still 29 and I will hold on to that number until Sunday. And in which case I will give in to my 30s. Right. When you turn 30 and you just become a new woman. No, it's going to be life changing. It's going to be like 13 going on 30. I'm going to own a beautiful condo in New York. I'm going to have an athlete boyfriend and I'm going to have my dream job at a magazine. So I just, I'm excited. Like that was so messed up that that's what they told us 30 was like. And at, when you, when you watched it, you're like, okay, 30 is so old. You yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you establish, mm-hmm, rich, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. like this is where we are. So. This is where we are. I'm I'm still paying off the student loan that I got in my early 20s, and then I'm pretty sure it will follow me into my mid to late. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just not that damn glamorous. But it's time for us to talk about more lessons we learned about in our 20s. If you tuned in last week and if you haven't, what the hell are you doing? Get your booty over there and listen. We are talking about the top 20 lessons we learned in our 20s. And we've got a fat stack on deck, so I'm just going to dive right in. Take it away. Okay, first up to the plate. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. And yes, I think that actually is a Casey Musgraves no. lyric. Isn't it Drake? Like, like grass uh-huh. and greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. Oh. The, the great prophet, Drake. And the great prophet of Drake. Um, okay. It, I know we've talked a lot about what the title of my memoir would be, but I think probably in my early 20s, it could be either a series of rather unfortunate events or stop thinking the grass is always greener. Because I really applied this in all aspects of my life. I uh-huh. applied this to my job. I thought that if I could just get a boyfriend who would not make me play credit card roulette, that I would be, like, so happy in love. I thought that if I just, you know, had six-pack, that I would suddenly love the beach and not be annoyed that the sand sticks to every effing crevice of your body. Wait, did you have a six-pack? Um, 
Allie, nowhere in life did I ever have a six pack. Not even when I was born. It sound like I thought once I got a six pack, I'd be happy. And then you know what? I got the six pack. No, this is not a lifetime movie. I never once had a six pack, even when I was born. But I truly, truly chased that that what if, what if, what if, what if, then if, then if, then if. And I finally had to realize, you guys, that happiness does not come from an object or a phase in life. We have achieved goals that have come and gone. I have lived in almost four states at this point, and I have considered many a job opportunity. And guess what, you guys? Here's the secret. Here's the secret sauce. Happiness comes from within. (laughs) You know? That was so sweet, Hope. Wait, every part of this podcast will have an ASMR section. I want to I wanna do it. I sound <laughs> like a gremlin. <laughs> I want to do it. I am dead. But in, truly, 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 if you're listening to this podcast and you think, when I get out of debt, when I get my dream job, when I get married, when I have a kid, things will be good. Please, please, please stop that right now. Take a deep breath and look around you. We, Allie and I do this all the time. We are so effing lucky. We get to wake up every day. We have bodies that work. We breathe. Some of my pants fit. And let's be honest, not the pants' fault. I have a family. I have a crew. I get to talk to Allie basically 23 out of the 24 hours of each day. And we're, you're so lucky. I feel like I spent so much of my 20s focusing on what I didn't have and not focusing enough on what I did, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just, you hit the nail on the head. I really have nothing to add because that was so perfect. <laughs> and you, you are so perfect. And it's probably because you're older than me and wise. <laughs> no, Allie, this is the type of wisdom that comes when you're like four days away from being 30. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to mentor you through 29 to 30 when it's your time. No, I'd love, I very much look forward to your guidance and mentorship. <laughs> Thank you, Hope. I um, mean, that's really, I, I love that. Where mm-hmm. you focus your energy, like that's where, that's where that green grass going to grow. Okay. That's where it's going to grow. Also, okay. Drake and Casey Musgraves, if you want to sponsor this podcast, please have your people talk to our people. And by our people, we mean Allie and I. Yeah, if you could just literally just call us. You could, I don't care. Just get a hold of us. Um, all right. I think something that people have said to me my entire life, and I'm just like, yeah, 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 suck it, is to wear sunscreen, even when it's cloudy outside. My meanest teacher. I'm not going to throw her under the bus. And to be honest, um, when I had her as my fourth grade teacher, I think she was like, like upwards of 80. So um, she's definitely not going to hear this, but. She said to wear sunscreen every day. I don't care if it's cloudy, you'll be so happy you did. And I was like, you know what? You know what, Mrs. Blank? Mm-hmm. I've had enough of your BS. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of it. I want to go to recess. Yeah. And now I'm like, God damn it. God mm. damn it. My hands have marks. Oh. I had never, never knew were there. Mm-mm. There's just a lot going on in terms of freckles, mm. moles, all the good sexy sexy stuff that comes with my skin type and fair skin and yeah yeah, I mean hope is like such a skincare guru that maybe I'll let her talk okay well I feel very honored that you called me a skincare guru and those of you who didn't know me when I was 16 I just need you to know that the classic tale tale tell sign 
of hormonal acne is acne you have around your mouth. And I used to have pimples literally on my lips. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, like the you haven't you ever gotten a zit like on your lip or like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like on the, on the outline. On oh, the outline. God. Yeah, that hurts so bad. No, those are truly the worst. And you can't really cover them up. And so suffice it to say, I from 16 on have been neurotic about keeping this face preserved. My thought process is that when I am 80 from neck down like I'm 120 but from neck up I'm gonna be about 28 and a half and that's why when I go to the beach I wear SPF 40 I put a tinted moisturizer on with an additional sunscreen I have a sun hat I have sunglasses and I have a sun shirt um I am often compared to literally a grandma but Allie I just need to ask you a, a question I just thought of did you ever go in a tanning bed why do you have to shame me like that? Oh, no, my no, no. Here's gosh. the deal. My, oh my, my older sister is like an olive She is. Goddess. She is. So uh, growing up, like, she was super tan, dark, dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes, and I was yeah. like the freckly little gremlin. <laughs> and I just, like, didn't understand how life worked, and I thought mm-hmm. if I went in a tanning booth, my skin would suddenly become all one color, Yep. Very olive tone, like very yep. Brazilian model. No. So, yeah. yeah, I did a few times and I know I'm going to regret. I know I'm going to pay for it, I should say. And yeah. yes, I did put the little, uh, did, wait, before I say this, did you ever go? No, but I know exactly where you're going with this. Did you the put a decal? No, the oh, little sticker. Yeah. You'd get like a little, a little heart or like, yep. what were little things? As I w- First of all, boys did not talk to me until I was like, 25. So the fact that I think a little heart on my hip was going to really bring, or like, there was some creepy, creepy ones that people would use, like a pair of lips. Like, first of all, your, close your legs, girlfriend. Close your legs legs. to married men. No, it's, yeah, I would, I did do it. I'm ashamed of it. And now, I mean, you bet your ass, like, I will never, ever, ever go again. I really don't know why they still exist, to be honest, except for spray tan purposes. No, I absolutely agree. And actually, my best friend Jen used to sell, like go into a tanner, and she got the Playboy bunny sticker, and she that's put what it. That's I was trying yeah, to think. Of. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. hot, Jen. That's really no, hot. Jen. She was the hottest ever, and I was so jealous. And also, like that was like so seductive. Like, ooh, a little Playboy bunny. No, we were like um, eleven. It's like calm down. <laughs> we had to get a parental signature to go into the tanning booth. Wait, I'm dying. But in all true seriousness, I am neurotic about sunscreen and covering up. And I, both Allie and I, are firm believers that you need to go get your moles checked every year. We go every year. And about four years ago, I went and they saw a mole that they wanted to biopsy. And I was devastated because I hate needles and pain. Um, And it came back and it was precancerous. So you guys... A, wear sunscreen, but B, please, please, please go see your derm. The appointment will literally take less than 30 minutes. It might take less than 10. Yes, they will judge your body. Yes, they will give you retin-A. But in the end, you will have the peace of mind of knowing that your moles are all good. Yeah. No, I'm my dermatologist's worst nightmare. I go in like once a week saying, (laughs) thoughts on this? Do we need to to take a look at that? Uh, (laughs) 
next, oh my gosh. next lesson I learned in my 20s, and this yeah. is crucial that crucial. everyone listening to this, I don't care how old you are, understands mm-hmm. that everyone has their own timeline. Oh, one more time for the people in the back. Everyone has their own timeline. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think everyone going into college should have to sign a contract that says, I acknowledge that I cannot compare my own timeline to someone else's. It's it's literally a waiver that should be required. (laughs) And also when you log on to Instagram, I think that's it. Yes. Like, before you stop, before you go on here, you will see that 10 of your classmates uh, (laughs) now have children, 10 of your classmates work at the local restaurant that you grew up by and 10 of your classmates are like on wall street i need you to sign here that you're you're not going to judge anyone everyone's on their own timeline take a chill pill relax yes breathe yes oh my gosh it reminds me of when i was not allowed to have acrylic nails until i was 16 but they were so in because i'm like a 90s baby early 2000s and I remember the day I turned 16, I went and got acrylics, and it hurt like hell because I went to a janky nail salon in the mall, and I remember thinking, it's so unfair, it's so unfair that everyone gets to have acrylic nails and I don't. And then I got them, and I was like, wow, what a letdown. And I feel like that's kind of the theme. I used to compare... Oh, God, everything. I didn't, you know, I didn't graduate soon enough. I didn't get a job soon enough. I didn't have a boyfriend soon enough. Allie, you and I were both very late bloomers. No, definitely. Definitely. Like, like, I'm talking, Allie said 25. I think I may have been 26. I mean, I I just didn't do life the way that 90% of my friends did, and it was devastating. I mean, I spent a lot of time beating myself up because... I wasn't doing or I didn't have what the rest of my friends or hashtag friends on Instagram and not made really that <laughs> friends had. And then I look now, I I get to run a company that I'm obsessed with and in love with and I get to run it with one of my best friends and I get to live in a new city and I have a dog. I mean, I have so many things that two, three, You're four, engaged. five years ago, I am engaged. I am engaged to David, a bond. Shout David. out to you. Yeah. David. No, I just, he was going to yell at you if you didn't. No, he was. Thank you. I needed to, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Ada. No, it's like, it's actually, it's so sad. I want to go back in time and say to myself, like, it's okay. I I remember specifically in high school, like, I felt very, very lost. I felt like all of my friends were, you know, early bloomers. And I'm probably thinking mostly in terms of, like, getting guys' attention because, that was everything to me at that age, but it's so crazy. Like how quickly that doesn't become the priority and how quickly other things really do. But I look back and it's like, it's all good. Like everything works out the way that it should. Eventually you will go to college, even though you don't know what your major is or what you want out of your life or what sorority you want to join or what city you want to live in post-grad. It's like, it all just freaking works out. It's really unbelievable when you look back. Yeah. We are such firm believers in that timing is everything. And I always think back, okay, Allie, did you ever watch the show So Weird on the Disney Channel? 
Now that you say it, yes, but I can't think of what it was. Okay, so it's like this, like, paranormal. Anyway, there's one episode where the person who's the main character, there's another Earth, and on this other Earth, there's a version of her, and it's a version of her that made every opposite decision. So I chose to go to BU, the version of me did not. And I always think about, like, how different my life would have been if, if if any one decision had been different, or if I had forced something to happen like if I had dated someone earlier got engaged earlier moved early and I just think like I know if you're going if you're going through it right now you're like women shut up you have no idea what it's like to be me but please 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 trust us you are exactly where you need to be at this time and you don't know what's coming around the corner and you Guys, I need to tell you a quick, I'll try to make this as quick as possible because I don't want to bore your ears off, but I, you know, I've always been a sucker for love. I really, really, and I don't want, like, honestly, there's so much growth I've done in other parts of my life that I don't mean to focus on guys, but here we go again. Um, I sound like a psycho. Um, When I was just out of college, I was feeling sorry for myself. It was freezing in Chicago. It was a Friday night. I hated my job at the time. And I was like, okay, I don't want to go out. All I want to do is lay in my bed and sulk. And my friends were all going out to some bar. And I was like, oh, I'm so not down. Like, there's nothing I want to do less. And so mostly because I was feeling sorry for myself and feeling like I never even enjoy myself. I'm just going to wake up feeling terrible tomorrow. But my friend forced me to. And I take a look around at my surroundings. I'm laying in my my bed. I am a 23-year-old woman. And I had a box of cocoa pebbles on my lap. And I'm a sick fuck and wasn't using any type of utensil. So I'm scooping the cocoa pebbles. And because in, you know, it goes from your hand to your mouth, there was saliva getting on my hand, okay? So now the cocoa pebbles are like coming in my mouth and they're also missing my mouth and they're dropping on my chest and they're sticking to my chest because now there's saliva. So I look down at myself and I go, what the hell am I doing? Like, get your ass up, wipe these cocoa pebbles off of your breast and go out. And that's the night I met my husband. My friends forced me to get my butt out. Granted, I did black out on tequila and did meet my husband that night. But, guys, the night I met him, he had just matched for his residency. If you don't, not a big deal. Don't worry about that. But he had found out that night he had to move to L.A. And because, you know, I love him. I was going to move. I, I was like, that's so weird. I met my Prince Charming because I also want to move to L.A. I've been looking for jobs there. It was all actually very weird. And I ended up, you know, not being a creep and following him right away. But... When you look back, like timing is everything. I, I was in such a bad place. And then immediately, it's like, you just don't know what's going to happen. Keep some faith, y'all. Keep some faith. Truly. You, you don't know what's around that corner. And guess what? Good things are coming your way. This from two women who spend a lot of time. Well, and by women, I mean me crying. And in a onesie pajama suit from Target that has sock puppet feet. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you just need to be wrapped up. That sounds cool. You know? I mean, yeah. I I, uh, lost my train of thought, Hope. Great. Okay, Okay, Allie. Well, you guys, I think that was three lessons. We have a ton more. They're coming your way. But for now, 
soak it in when you hear this stunning voice because the next time you may hear it, I might be 30. You definitely will be 30. <laughs> I'm not recording another one of these before then. Here's the deal. I realized what I was going to say when I lost my train of thought. Oh, go, I was going to say, people listening, wipe the cocoa pebbles off your sticky, disgusting chest mm-hmm. and get out there. Get out there. Happy. Live your life. Go out there. Go do the damn thing that scares you the most because take it from two women who scare themselves on a daily basis. It is always worth it, if not for the story alone. So with that, we will bid you adieu. As always, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us, and we'll talk to you soon.